98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Bickley and Murata. Social studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata is where all this goes down. Jared asked the questions. You answer. Sarah sifts through them and shares them with us. It's social studies. Let's hit it. Great little system we've got going on. Indeed. In my opinion. All right. As Vince said, we are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata, at Bickley underscore Murata. And uh, let's jump in. We are putting a bow on the Cardinals' week two win over the Raiders. A wild come-from-behind overtime win um, before the Cardinals now move on to uh, the Rams in week three at State Farm Stadium. So we'll begin with this open-ended question, guys. What is your biggest concern about the Cardinals through two weeks of the regular season? Can I be very, very vague on this? Sure. My biggest concern is whether or not they're any good. <laughs> I think I, I think like that's fair. Answer. I do. I, I can't top that. They that that sums up exactly how I <laughs> yeah. feel. I, channel, I don't know if they're any good. Good channel, Mister Coach Klein from the Waterboy. I would not. Tyler, be, you're gonna have to do this all by yourself because there's nobody on this team that's any good. That's right. That's <laughs> well. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. That's and, what and, we saw. Yeah. And I don't know whether Kyler can continue to do this. Uh, or if, or if Sunday is going to be one of those slap in the faces reality checks that that prove that Raiders game to just be, you know, the anomaly. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to some of our listener responses. Pretty much right with uh, what you guys said. Soggy Jones says, "I'm concerned that the Cardinals suck." What a great name! Yes, Soggy, Soggy Jones. Jones. That is that was his name. Well, there's there's a that was another, his full name. There's another word in between, but I'm not sure I can say oh. it, so I didn't. Oh. Okay. Uh, Something J.J. Watt did. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm concerned they suck. He says the Raiders took their foot off of the gas and Kyler Murray worked some magic. The Rams come to town next week and my gut says the Cardinals get beat like a drum. Is that what your gut says right now? Even though we've seen that the Rams are not quite the Rams of last year? I'm not no, predicting I, I it, but I'm, I'm, am I concerned that happened? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm concerned. I don't have a good feel either way, but I, I am concerned of that happening. <laughs> it's so funny. We went into last week saying we'll have a much better feel about the Cardinals after week two. <laughs> no, we, don't. Right. we don't. Right. We actually we don't, even, even though they won the game. Right. We had a... a we had a... Yeah, we did have the a first better half, feel at yes. halftime. Yeah. Very, a very concrete feel on it. You're right. Yeah. AZ Homegrown says uh, his biggest concern is consistency and game plan execution by the players on both sides of the ball. Yeah, that, that about sums it up. Daylight Films, most concerned by coaching, clock management, and Steve Kimes' lack of going after help for the defense. That is a big concern. Can you imagine if the Cardinals did not convert on that two-point conversion after taking a delay of game because they had to completely shift their, their oh, philosophy wow. on that play call? Could you imagine the outcry over that? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, that, that, you, sometimes you dodge those bullets, and they definitely did on Sunday because oh, was, that was a mess. Holy cow. Dip, duck, dive. Ditch and ditch. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't remember the. I part. don't think it's ditch. I'll figure it out. Well, for- duck, <laughs> dodge, duck, dip, dive, dive and dodge again. Yeah, the five D's <laughs> of dodgeball. I think dodge, uh, duck, dip, dive and dodge. Oh, it's dodges twice. Yes. <laughs> 
That's part of the joke, isn't it? All right, let's move on to our next question. Sticking with the NFL, though, taking a look around the league. Of these four players, who is having the biggest breakout season so far? And as always, if there's another guy you think deserves to be in this group, go ahead and throw him in there as well. Tua Tungavailoa. Jalen Hurts, Amon Ra, St. Brown, or Christian Kirk? Who's I like this the question. the biggest breakout season so far? Two quarterbacks, two receivers. Um, Amon Ra, St. Brown is one of the top receivers in the game, and people may not realize it, but he was good last year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's an unequivocal answer here. It's Tua. The yeah. level of play we've seen from Tua uh, in the past, and now we see it in, in this Mike McDaniel offense with all these weapons he has, he's the answer. That comeback that they put on uh, the Ravens was sick because that's the Ravens we're talking about. Yeah. And again, the Ra- the Ravens are last in defense through two weeks. When was the last time that ever happened? Uh, yeah. And their strategy. Their defense hasn't their, been they, not as not as what it not was, like what you think yes. of. But their strategy to let uh, Jalen Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill just run past them from the line of scrimmage that was very curious. I'll be uh, I'll be real curious. Um, it, there's a lot of people who think the Cardinals just whiffed again and not using Christian. Christian Kirk the proper way. Christian Kirk has been incredible in two weeks. He's yeah. He had two red zone touchdown receptions last week, which is generally yeah. what you get from DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to be real curious. And and the Cardinals, they're, they're, I think the rationale was we can't, we can't sink that much money into our wide receiver room. I'll be real curious to see D-Hop's production from, from when he returns for, say, the next two years yeah. versus what Christian Kirk delivers. Good question. Christian Kirk on Sunday against the Colts. Six catches on six targets, 78 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. That was after a 100-yard game in week one. Yeah, yeah that's He's right, 117. Terrific. Yeah, didn't didn't score that uh, that game, but 117 yards, yeah. All right, right now, Tua Tungavailoa is winning this poll. 39% of our voters say he's having the biggest breakout season so far. 35% are looking to Jalen Hurts, who played last night on Monday Night Football. 19% are pointing at Amon Ross St. Brown, and only 7%. I'm surprised. I thought the local vote Kirk. would... Uh... I don't know. Maybe people are mad yeah. that he's not here anymore. I'm, I, I don't really know about that. Okay, and this final question, i got to be honest, I I don't watch Game of Thrones or House of Dragons, so Me I neither. don't really understand what we are asking here. That is the question. <laughs> the question is... If, you could also fill in the blank if your answer is not part of this. Okay. If that helps you, Sarah. It, it doesn't. Thank oh. you, though. If you were in Game of Thrones slash House of Dragons, who would you want to be? And this is because we were talking about dragons early on in the show. I don't Remember Not why. all of us were. Some people were talking about dragons <laughs> early in the show. Oh, yeah. Herm Edwards is a dragon guy. Okay. Uh, would you want to be a king slash queen? Would you want to be a knight? Would you want to be a hand slash advisor slash master of coin? Don't know what that is. Or would you want to be a dragon? Uh... Uh, uh. I'll, yeah, I'll let Vic and Jared answer I never understood one. the logistics of a dragon. If you carried around all that fire in your belly, wouldn't it burn your insides? Mm. Do they have a... Just ask Jared pre- after he eats a burrito. Hello. Oh. <laughs> well, the answer is yes, then. <laughs> and you had three of them on Friday. Oh, oh that was the best we if got. it's free, it's Yeah, you me. got free food. I got a free bur- burrito on Thursday, yeah. and we got stuff for everybody on the show. Yeah. Yes. Dan left before he got his, so I saved his. And then, <laughs> as he was leaving, I was running out to give him the burrito he Which forgot. Nice of I him. said, 
Ah, you keep it in it. And it was well, like, I, knew it would, yeah. I knew it would mean the world to you. Oh, so yes, here's Jared in a nutshell. Our boss says, hey, I'm going to buy you guys uh, food after the show. Jared orders two items. <laughs> <laughs> it was my birthday. Okay. It was for my birthday. Make yeah. it work, Jared. Right. Okay, well, so are you a dragon then? <laughs> Who are you? Who yeah, are you? I, I, think, I think the answer to that is king or dragon. Oh, the king, though, as you know, you have a target on your back. You know what they say, Jarrett? Heavy that? is the head that wears the crown. I've heard that before. Yeah, you're right about that. I think being a dragon would be quite interesting. You could fly, at least. Yeah, you could fly. Uh-huh. Well, Spitfire. Spitfire. 58% good to of roast our marshmallows. Voters. <laughs> 58% of our voters want to be dragons. If you're a dragon, not only could you catch prey, you could also cook it. Think about how convenient that would be. You don't have to eat raw meat. You cut out the middle, man. Yes. (laughs) And there's always a chance you'll get adopted by the Gambadoro family. Right. You're going to be living on Lake Cuomo. You're going to be the only dragon in Italy. you be ridden by Gambo. That's a good upper class lifestyle. <laughs> you stop, Sarah. Right what in the world? Right in her trap. Yeah. Sarah fell out of her chair. Wow. That was outstanding. Uh, uh, a, late, a little delay on that one as far as the processing goes. Okay, uh, 58% would like to be a dragon. 23% voted for hand, advisor, or master of coin. 12% king or queen. 7% voted for a knight. Great question, Jared. I got no reaction. Thank you. Great questions. Uh-huh. What a dork. What a dork. What a dork. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, thank you. Thanks to everybody who uh, participated in social studies today. We'll try to regroup next here on Big Rimmer on Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons, 2 till 6. Bickley and Murata. Dan Bickley and Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Looks like they're going for two, Pat. Sure does. Kyler Murray, back to pass. I think this place falling apart, Pat. I don't think he can see anything. How tall is Kyler Murray, Pat? 5'10", I believe. Not sure about that. How tall is Kevin Hart? Maybe six foot. Murray, directing traffic. Actually, he, he was creating a diversion, Pat. Then he pointed in a couple places, and boom, he ran circles around these guys. Touchdown, Cardinals. <laughs> Those were some amazing tactics. I don't understand how he did it. <laughs> I guess it's just modern warfare. You ever play Call of Duty, Pat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Frank Caliendo uh, doing his summer all Madden routine. Uh, applied to the video of the uh, the Kyler Murray play from Saturday. Uh, <laughs> his Summerall, man, it's scary good. Yeah. It sounds like Pat, exactly like Pat. So his Madden's always been awesome, but yeah. those videos are great. Oh, I totally agree. But yeah, that that's... was part of the reaction. Like, everybody was talking about those plays by Kyler Murray uh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And maybe it goes a long way into lessening if not completely eliminating uh, all that talk about the independent study addendum and all that there was less jokes the, this week yeah listen it, it, that that to me is is the bottom line and there's also great irony in this because as he began to kind of lift and carry the cardinals on his shoulders all that stuff dried up instantaneously on social media at halftime it was all alive and well a lot of people doing the whole oh he must not have studied this week 
Uh, right. And and the ironic thing is, is that all those plays he made had nothing at all to do with reading defenses or studying a defense. It had to do with just doing crazy stuff off schedule. Yeah, I which mean, you can't stop, which you which wouldn't involve studying, which is what Kyler Murray said in the midst of this whole kerfuffle was this is what I'm great at. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And this is and I and again, he's always won playing football the way he did on Sunday. What he did on Sunday is what he did routinely in high school and in college. It just doesn't happen as easily or as often in the NFL because the level of difficulty is off the charts. Yeah, and can it happen against really good teams? Yeah. Can it happen if Kyler's not 100% healthy? Those are the two things that he's struggled with over mm-hmm. his first few Without years. A doubt. Yeah, because he's got to know, like on that two-point conversion when he scrambled for 84 yards, he, he has got to know in his head that if I see that pylon and that defender's four yards away, I can beat him there. Without without taking a hit, and that latter part's important. And on Sunday, he felt that way. Well, and he also times, yeah, he also recognizes it, and we see this a lot when he does find a gap and, and or a lane to the end zone. He'll hold the ball out ten yards away from the end zone because he's got that much confidence that nobody can catch him if if he's got the right angle on him. He, he does did, love to do that. He did that again. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Cliff Kingsbury was on with Wolf and Luke yesterday, and and as great as that two-point conversion play was, the second play, the second two-point conversion to Kingsbury was the best play that Kyler made all game. Yeah, I think the throw, because that's the game. That's the game. I mean, yeah. we knew that. Um, you know, we squandered some timeouts. I did a poor job on some of that stuff, um, getting the plays in and the clock management. And once we knew it was just a one-drive deal and we kind of slowed it down to make sure there was no time left on the clock for them, we knew, hey, we had to have this. So to stand in there and make that throw the back the end zone like he did, the only place it could have been, that was a big-time throw. We brought up earlier in the show, what if – that squandering of a timeout, and Kyler's got to take a five-yard uh, delay of game penalty and made the mature decision to do so, and then makes that throw. But uh, but we talked about the heat that would have been on Kingsbury if that if the time, or the delay of game penalty would have derailed that two-point conversion. Right. Uh, on the flip side of that, Kyler Murray makes that throw in that window. Could you imagine if A.J. Green dropped another one? And he he, and he, he oh. still may have. He would be, he, they would have had to have released him. But if, if that if that didn't count, oh man, the heat on AJ Green. Well, they certainly so couldn't immense. release him. They have like three active receivers. Well, every that week. too. But, that, but listen, I I mean, it, it. There were a lot of wobbly moments for him leading up to that two point conversion. And again, that that ball. I think the Cardinals got lucky there because there's one camera angle briefly where you see the nose of the football hit the ground, and he pulls it back. And if there were better camera angles. They might have had a sufficient evidence to overturn that. There was that play. There was the delay of game penalty from the two-point conversion, as you mentioned, that put the ball on the seven. If that play flamed out, oh, oh, my. Could you imagine the, if if mechanics of running an offense would have sabotaged that comeback? Oof. Uh, let me ask you about another concern right. uh, that's probably lower on the list for people, but something that I've noticed is... And if you, you juxtapose what we've seen from the Cardinals offense through two weeks and then use Miami as the extreme example of them really taking advantage of their weapons and speed, the lack of explosive plays in the passing game. The Cardinals have completed 55 passes in two games for an average of 8.8. Even through two games, they've only got three receivers that are averaging more than 10 yards a catch. Andy Isabella, 10 yards on one catch. 
Uh, Hollywood Brown, 11.1 yards on 10 catches, and Greg Dortch, 10.7 on 11 catches. Yeah. They've got their longest pass play of the year so far through two games is 29 yards. This has got to change. Last night in in watching those two games going back and forth within nanoseconds of each other, Josh Allen threw a beautiful down-the-middle touchdown pass um, to, to Stephon Diggs, and then Jalen Hurts did the same thing for Philadelphia. I want to see that this weekend. I want to see deep down the middle to a wide-open Hollywood Brown. It, it Again, there's, just, there's still too much dinking and dunking going on for my liking. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, play another cut from Cliff from the interview with Luke and Wolf? Because sure, what do you want to hear? Whatever you, request, you, you, you choose it. Just because it's been a long time since we've done this, and it sounds so good when he's in person like that. Because it's been a few years since they've had the in-person interview. Okay, okay. So, so see if you could just just play one just for me. All right, here's uh, Cliff talking about uh, never having called an 18-play drive before. I, I don't think so. That's that's a new record. Uh, I lost. I'm all out of goal line plays. <laughs> Ten yard and in plays. So we're gonna have to draw some up this week. Um, but we, we threw everyone we had at him, and, and uh, luckily Kyler made him work. <laughs> Can't get enough of your love, babe. Oh. Remember. Remember when he first got hired? That was our uh, whole gimmick. Is he had that deep, velvety, oh, smooth voice? And then Vance uh, Joseph yeah. on top of it. I know. Even but everyone was weird with Cliff, too. Like, you're good looking. What's that like? I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember those first couple yeah. of press conferences? I, I, also saw, I also saw a quote out of the game where, where Cliff came out and said, yeah, you know, this is a nice change because normally I go to Vegas and I end up losing and I'm hung over the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, self-deprecating is great, but he's really leaning into that coach bro thing. Well, hey, keep winning games like that. Uh, you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't have to. You don't say right. that after a loss. That's He's true. still picking his That's spots. That's true. That is true. Hey, the Cardinals might not have a lot of explosive plays in the passing game, but they lead the league in dulcet. Time also has a deep voice. That's true. Uh, have you subscribed to the Bickley and Murata podcast? Well, why not? Subscribe right now on your iPhone or Android. Never miss any of the show. It's the Bickley and Murata podcast. It's brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Oh, man. It's not even Wednesday, and the shenanigans continue as we play. Oh, no. A, a round of mustache. Not, not a mustache. mustache. It's Bickley Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Bickley Emirata Mornings here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. We have got a fresh new poll question for you guys. It's not even three days old. We have a new one for you on ArizonaSports.com. And I will ask it now. What are your thoughts, Dan and Vince, on the timing of Herm Edwards' departure from ASU? Three options. It should have happened sooner. It was right on time. Or they should have given him more time at ASU. Yeah, no, I, 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 Vinny thinks it's a little surprising. I think after that loss, that they, it was incumbent that they had to put their proverbial foot down and say, okay, as bad as this situation is, we, we have to show our fans that we care. Mm. 
It should have been done before this year. Everyone knows it. I yes. believe that now, and you know, it, with everything that's happened, uh, you're three games into a season and you're changing coaches. That's not ideal. No. So I guess uh, I'll, I'll go along with right time. Well, what it really is is you missed the first opportunity, so now you had to do it here. Yeah. It's like it's like when you're when you miss the on ramp, uh, you're on the freeway. You got to get <laughs> off the next one and double back. You, you don't wait too long to double back. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, don't cut through the gore point because that's <laughs> yeah. very. Dangerous. Oh, absolutely you get not. A big ticket for uh, that. Yeah, that'll what, that'll get you pulled over. What is a gore point? I've never heard that phrase before. You know, the space on the off ramp, like the triangular space between the actual freeway oh, lanes yes. and the off ramp. Yeah. It's not the highway, but it's not the exit. It's the one that right you between. jump across when you've got a lo- long line of slow <laughs> yeah. people on the on right ramp. No, in front you of you. don't jump across <laughs> it. <laughs> don't do that. For that. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eighty percent of our voters say the firing should have happened sooner. Thirteen percent voted for the right time. 8% say Herm Edwards needed more time. And thank you, Vinny, for that heads up. That's news I can use. Yeah. <laughs> the way you drive, you yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh-huh. just joke. Okay, Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can vote today on the Sanderson Ford poll question on ArizonaSports.com. Mustache. Not a mustache. A mustache, a mustache, a mustache. Big mustache, thick mustache. My mustache, your mustache. Say the word, the word mustache. A mustache, a mustache. Now we both have said mustache. A mustache, a mustache. If you only got a mustache. Okay, so this is about mustaches. Oh, this is about mustaches because it is 9.30 on Wednesday and it's time for America's fastest growing facial hair. It's Tuesday. Last week we did it on Wednesday. But we always do it on Tuesday. America's fastest growing facial hair related quiz sensation mustache. Shut up, Jared! <laughs> mustache, shut up, Jared. We're playing here today. I'm going to play a soundbite from a movie, a TV show, an interview, or a song. And Bickley and Murata will have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has has a mustache or does not have a mustache. First one of 10 points it wins. They can get a bonus point if they correctly identify the person. Vince Murata won yeah. last week on a tiebreaker. So would you like to go first or second? Uh, I always like to go second. So I'll go okay, second Dan. Uh, yeah. the theme, What's our theme today? The theme today is because ASU is making a change at head coach. It is all about changes. Changing Change is the theme of today's mustache on a mustache. Gotcha. Do you want to take a guess yeah. on the first one, Vic? <laughs> Do you no, want to take a guess on it? A musical no. clue. I've got something in my I've head. Got, but go I've ahead. got a few. I don't know where he's going to start, so go ahead. David Bowie, not a mustache. David Bowie, not a mustache. You are correct. All right, Vince. Yeah, I don't think you're going to know this one, but maybe. I mean, I, I don't no, think you're going to see. Gonna, that's wrong. No, no, I don't think he was going to. We would predict this one. Like I have did the last something one. in okay. my head. No, yeah, not that he won't know it. it. I don't yeah. think he would predict right. it. Is what I meant. Okay. Uh, that is the verve, not a mustache. That is correct. Yes. That is correct. Not the song I had in my head. That's okay. No. It's not. Might be all... coming up later. We don't mm-hmm. know. All right. Dan? Yes. Those mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way things were. 
But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things forever. That's what they want you to think. Heath Ledger, not a mustache. That is correct as the Joker. Uh, the greatest. Uh, look, this is a very narrow scope here, but in my oh, experience, greatest. my lifetime, one of the best acting jobs in a single movie. It really is. Mesmerizing. It really is. It's one of those movies that when he's not on the screen, you can't wait for him to get back on the screen. Yeah. Yes. All right, Vince, you can uh, give me just the character here. Okay. Or I can flex. I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it, and what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. <laughs> that is uh, Abe, Grandpa Abe Simpson. Not a mustache. That is correct. All right, you guys are off to a good start. Is that early, Grandpa Simpson? It's, it's a flashback. Oh, okay. That's why his okay. voice is yeah. a little different okay. there. Didn't but that sound was, as grandpa No, you still did very well, though. <laughs> okay, uh, Dan? Yeah? That is uh, very clearly Michael Jackson, and I would say uh, not a mustache. You would say correctly because I don't. I don't know if he's ever had facial hair of any kind. I think it's scientifically impossible to grow <laughs> facial hair through plastic. <laughs> oh, well done. All right, Two. Vince. Sick lead six four. Come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself. Tupac mustache. Tupac mustache. All right, we're cruising along here. Cruising. Dan. Good, because it's 940. I know, we're cooking. Here we go. Let's go. Next one. Here we go, Dan. We can't finish the game. <laughs> we always heard how great Nash was or saw how great Nash was as a player, but also when you get to know him as a person, you understand why he can coexist with us because we don't need somebody to come in and put their coaching philosophy on everything that we're doing and change up the wheel and, yo, you guys need to start doing this, and we start running on the first day of practice. It's just like, no. <laughs> Kyrie Irving mustache. That is correct. Oh, the beginning of we should have known that wasn't going to work from day that one. Weirdo. All right, Vince. <laughs> if I can change. <laughs> and you can change. Everybody can change. Oh, you didn't let it go into the into the inspirational no, no, music I'm sorry, there at we the don't, end. No, we don't. A little John Cafferty music. Okay. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky Balboa, not a mustache. That is correct. All right, last two clues here. All right. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, that's a tough one. You've heard that song, I've right? Heard, heard it. The song, I don't yeah. know who it is. Okay. Mustache. That is Sam Cooke. I should have guessed that. Not a mustache. Uh, if, if you ever see the movie called One Night in Miami, mm, a very interesting, good movie. Never watched it. I, I, I it's, wanted a, it's to. an incredible movie. Yeah. yeah very interesting movie. And, okay. All right. Last one for the win, Vinny. When I'm torn on this. Oh. I think it's uh, 
I think it's Tears for Fears, not a mustache. That is correct. That is correct. I've never, ever heard that song, but... You know that 80s new wave stuff, like the back of your hand. Yes. And that is why you're so tough when a new wave clue comes up on. <laughs> mustache. <laughs> Not a mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, the best outro ever, Jared. <laughs> we'll have our outro next. It's quickly Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Okay, so this is about mustaches. And Murata. Song of the Day. This is the song I thought yeah. that was going to come up. In uh, Mustache, Not a Mustache. But the name of this song is Don't Change, so I guess it didn't apply to Jarrett's theme. I was waiting for a uh, change will do you good, and I was going to guess Cheryl Crow, change. not a mustache. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up, Jarrett. I'm mad at you. You're mad at me? Why? I'm mad at you. Every every game we play now on mustache, not a mustache, it's the same formula. That last clue. I game into the last clue, and he throws something possibly hard at me. That's not true. Last week. Shut up, Jarrett. Last week was a tie. and went to the tiebreaker, remember? Yeah, you after were the break. By several thousand years. <laughs> yeah, you were only by 1,000 years. He was by 1,001 year. You didn't specify you wanted BC AD or AD. Or BC. I should have done that, yeah. <laughs> well, in excess for you. I'm just kidding. What are your thoughts on In Excess as a band? I don't um, know if I've ever asked you that. Yeah, I like them. I do. One of the best shows I ever saw live. In excess when Michael Hutchins right? was still around at uh, whatever that, that pavilion is in the Far West Valley. I don't know what it's called now. Yeah, um, yeah what is it? Auction, auction, auction right? Yeah. No, not anymore. No, that it is auction. Oh, it is? I yeah, you were there. just there, right? Yeah, I was, yeah I've, got, I've got big love for that place. I've told you this. When I'm seeing those rock concerts, I love to be outdoors. Same with baseball games. As long as it's not too hot. I've been there where it's too hot before. Yeah. 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 August shows. Oof. Do you think the sound works as well, even outdoors? If you're in the lower pavilion, it does. Yeah. Yeah. There's an overhead covering. This is one of their better songs. Great song. In excess, don't change today's song of the day. Michael (laughs) Hodgins. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Real quick, do you remember NXS did a reality show to find their new lead singer? No. They did it back in the early 2000s, and I actually watched the show and went to go see the concert with the new singer. He was actually pretty good. I don't know whatever happened to him, but... Wow. Yeah. It was kind of a sound-alike thing. Those I bands that are really successful yeah. and lose mm-hmm. a singer, they don't want to lose that sound. No, yeah. right. Like they don't want to lose that paycheck yeah. is what they right. don't want to yes, lose. That, that too. That too. A uh, little daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia for you to start off off the grid. Um, this is a, re- I'll admit it, it's a tough one. But going back to um, Sean Aguano's press conference, being a high school coach, he talked yesterday about his responsibility to personally recruit Arizona kids because of relationships. And I started thinking about the quarterback position. Can you name the last Arizona high school product to start a game at quarterback for Arizona State? I'll give you a hint. It's now officially more than 20 years ago. 
It's a really tough question. I'm sorry. I'll even give you a hint. So somebody in the early this, 2000s. This guy was 90s. replaced by Andrew Walter. That's what I was going to guess. Chad Christensen. Chad Christensen is the correct wow. answer. Wow. Out of Desert Mountain High School. The game, the last game he started, September 14th, 2002 against San Diego State. He started, ASU got down by like th- 24 points in that game. Yep. And Andrew Walter came in and had an unbelievable night Just in relief and never yeah. relinquished the uh, yeah. thing again. I didn't think you were good. That's... He should win mustache just for getting that. Well, you give me impossibly hard questions about did, ASU that I would impossibly know. Did Chad Christensen have a mustache? <laughs> I remember that very well because I, in covering that ASU team, I couldn't for the life of me not understand, with all due respect to Chad Christian, what, Christensen, why he did, why why Dirk Cutter did not think Andrew Walter was a star. I mean, the guy was six foot five. He could throw the ball a mile and a half. Yeah. And it's like, what are you missing here? And they struggled. Remember, that was the gear that they started out in Nebraska and they yeah. got blown out by yeah. 38 points. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, he was great. He saved he the would, season. They won eight yeah. games that year. Yeah. Um, last night on Monday Night Football, this made the rounds. Uh, Dan Orlovsky in the broadcast booth of the Buffalo uh, Tennessee game, trying to spit something out. Now, the big. The big, the big change is the commitment to running the. Now he's trying to he's trying to say <laughs> something. There was this whole theme during the show too about Dan Orlovsky trying blue cheese dressing with mm-hmm. his buffalo wings before the game, and he sworn off blue cheese dressing. <gasps> so he admitted in a tweet, "I never should have tried the blue cheese dressing." That to me is a guy who was trying to say something and couldn't get it out, and just went, "I've done it before." When you, you're talking and you can't get it out, and you're like, "God, <laughs> absolutely." <laughs> But he's playing up the whole. I, d- I did that for you, Jarrett. Thank you. <laughs> write, write it yeah. down. Do it again. Write, write it louder down. and yeah. longer. He's <laughs> really enjoying that. Uh, okay, Jarrett. Yeah. There now we're go, talking. Jared. There you go. Uh, now right up your alley. Now we can get in the montage. <laughs> You are the king of juvenility, Jared. I fear that this show has just devolved into an effort to get into the montage. (laughs) That's really it. Sometimes it's great. Right. And by the way, thanks to uh, Kemi, who in our uh, dragon conversation, (laughs) the hashtag ridden by Gambo is a thing now. Whoops. And Kemi actually... Kemi actually did a Photoshop of John Gamba Dragon. <laughs> John Gamba Dragon. <laughs> what? Not for nothing. Look, I'm a dragon. I breathe fire. And Gambo also tweeted us that his wife may or may not be a Targaryen. Really? Oh. Sarah, do you know what that means? Nope. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> She should get that checked out. <laughs> One of the great houses, and they're known for their very white, silvery blonde hair. Ah, okay. Yeah. See, I'm learning cool. more every every segment. There you That's going to do it for us. Thanks to Chris Cartman for joining us. We'll catch you tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke up next here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Have a great day, everybody.